0: You having done your trauma healing means that when you are acting in a leadership way, it's coming from like a really good space and not a trauma response space. Because of that, she will feel safe and it will feel sexy. When you haven't faced your shit, it can actually come across controlling and uh, like scary when you don't intend that because it's coming from a trauma response. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. I am pumped to jump straight into this topic. I think it's this is gonna be great for those of you that have maybe got a little bit confused when I'm talking about a man leading, Um, but this episode is actually made for men. So if you are a woman, you will learn a lot out of it, a thousand percent. And if you are a man, this is for you. And if you have a man in your life, friend or partner romantically that likes to listen to some of my episodes that are for men or that I say like men listen to this, um, this would be a really good one to send them because he will get a lot out of it. So we're going to dive straight in and I also want to let you guys know that The Man is opening up today for enrollment. So if you have been wanting to join The Man, which is literally like Queen Alchemy for Men Um, then this would be a really good time to do so. And if you know that your partner or somebody in your life has wanted to join this from when I last did it, then make sure that you let them know that it is open Um, or check your emails if you are on the wait list. For those of you that don't know what The Man is, The Man is my seven-week program for men. And I created it this year. So this is the second time doing it. And it just lit me up doing it last time. The results were absolutely amazing um, in the way that these men were able to reignite their relationships. We've had engagements, babies, all the fucking things. And most importantly, these men have found that deep self-worth, that confidence, that happiness, that That feeling of lightness that comes when you let go and you release all of the trauma, the wounds, the fears, X, Y, and Z. And, you know, a lot of personal development is heavily swayed towards women. And we kind of forget about the men. And it's like they have just as much trauma as we do. And I am going to do an episode um, on generational trauma for men because there's always conversation about generational trauma for women. And I'm like, Men have so much generational trauma. Like, could you imagine to, like, literally being made to fight in wars, to have to kill people, to see your friends dying, to being hung, to, you know, being stabbed and limbs chopped off? Like, I just can't even imagine what that was like. And women had their own generational trauma, but I am going to do an episode on that as well. So you guys can look forward to that. But yeah, if any of you would like to join the man um, I invite you to do so. It is amazing. The format is perfect for any men that are wanting to do the somatic healing work, which is better for men, means better for everyone, but definitely better for men than kind of, um, than traditional talk therapy. Um, and it's fun. I make all of this trauma healing and confidence and embodiment work, sexy and fun and appealing. And you will learn about understanding women as well. So that will help you guys a lot. <laughs> um, so yeah, if you want to join, just please make sure that you send me a message on Instagram or send an email through and the links for the website page are also below so that you can look at all the details for it. And why said you do get a one-on-one and we have seven uh, group calls that go for one and a half hours each where we do all of the trauma healing and everything as well. So if you have been waiting to join, it is open and I'm so excited to jump into this next round of the man in my dream home with my man. So there we have it. All right, let's jump into today's episode. So today we are talking about the difference between leading versus being a dictator slash authority, authority, author, author, oh, I can never say this fucking word. Author, author authoritarian, authoritarian, I'm pretty sure how you pronounce it, to your partner. So leadership is fucking sexy, but being so dominant with no space of accepting a no is controlling and not in a sexy way. So I kind of want to break this down for you guys because I talk about the leading, like control, dominate, X, Y, and Z. And I want to just make this very clear of like what I'm talking about. Okay. So there are times when, and actually I need to preface this, I need to preface this for the men. Doing the trauma healing, and I'm going to then go to the women as well, but listen to this first. So you having done your trauma healing means that when when you are acting in a leadership way, it's coming from like a really good space and not a trauma response space. Because of that, she will feel safe and it will feel sexy. When you haven't faced your shit, it can actually come across controlling and uh, like scary when you don't intend that because it's coming from a trauma response. That's number one. And number two, ladies listening to this, it is very important. That's why this is why it's very important for you to also do the trauma work so that you can receive a man and actually enjoy being led and in times him being controlling in a sexy way and him being dominant in a sexy way. If you feel like you cannot uh, receive him being dominant or controlling in a sexy way, it is, I'm going to say generally, because I'm not, maybe not always, but most of the time, it's because you have not healed your trauma around men. I've been there, clients have been there, it's a real thing, no shame, we just got to do the work on it. Okay, so let's break this down. So sexy leadership is like, babe, be ready at this time, wear this dress, I'm taking you out for dinner, do not be a minute late. I'd be like, wet fucking knickers, have my babies, right? That's sexy. Another example of sexy leadership would be um, you both walking into the car and you go to a drive and him being like, no, I'm going to drive, babe, you don't need to drive. Sexy leadership, right? not you can't drive, not, you know, you're not capable. And I think I've said this in episodes before, like my boyfriend and I kind of joke sometimes, like you're not capable. And you've probably seen like text messages where I sometimes post like cheeky text messages and he'll be like, um, like you're a woman, you're not made to do this. And it's, it's in like a, it's not, it's not, he's not actually being fucking serious. Like he's well aware that i can do these things on my own like it's it's a, it's more in like a um sexy it's like a it's like a full play thing right we find it sexy because it doesn't bring up insecurities because i'm not insecure so i'm just going to like not kind of put that into the equation because that is definitely for the women that have done the work like seriously done trauma healing stuff okay other examples of leadership would be like him taking your bags Um, when you guys are traveling, for example, or when you're getting out of the car from the grocery store, him picking up all the bags. Another example of leadership would be um, him like booking the flights, booking hotels, booking the accommodation. Another example of leadership could be him ordering your meals for you after he's been like, what do you want for dinner? And like him ordering the meal. Uh, Another example of leadership would be um, like little example, like him putting the alarm on instead of you putting the alarm on. That is an example of leadership, right? He's leading the situation and there always needs to be a leader because otherwise there'd be chaos, right? Like you're like, think about it like back when you were at school, there was always someone that was naturally the leader. We all have an ability to lead, but a lot of people, because of the way they were brought up, childhood wounding and trauma, they don't know how to lead. And if you're a man that is in a relationship with a woman that wants that wants you to lead, and most women do, you need to learn how to lead because otherwise what's going to happen is you're going to depolarize your relationship. Why? Because she's going to go into high masculine because one of you has to lead. She's going to go into high masculine. She's going to literally chop your balls off. But then at the same time, she will resent you because she just wants you to be a fucking man. And this is where you hear these words of like, grow some balls, be a man, suck it up, like that's where these words come in because it's women getting pissed off and angry and resentful for you not doing that naturally. Now, caveat, it's harder for you guys these days because society says otherwise. Society says that's dangerous and that like you're being, you know, um, dominant and uh, like dominant like in a bad way. And you're saying that women aren't like, capable and that's not what it fucking means you guys have heard my other episodes about it like let's link the episode below about chivalry let's link the episode below about has feminism fuck dating like you guys can listen to these episodes to get more of an understanding around how all those concepts are honestly bullshit and my the the sections of my book around this are so fucking good about chivalry and like where all of this this um construded information is coming because it's actually just plain wrong But just to come back to the point, so a woman wants a man to lead. Based on a man's natural biology and hormonal profile, you are born to lead because your testosterone levels, right? And the fact that you guys can handle more stress before your body starts to like literally break down means like that's what you are made to do. You are made to lead. Now, women can lead in different areas, but in terms of more like stressful, logical situations, you guys thrive at that. We thrive at connection, emotion, support, bringing people together, community, social situations, feeling, being created So we thrive because of our estrogen, um, because of the level of estrogen in our body. And we have a very, very, very small amount of testosterone. Now, that doesn't mean that you can't lead and be confident and make decisions as a woman because we all have that masculine energy. I mean, I do that every day in my business, but it means that our natural core is not to do that. We don't I don't have a fucking desire to naturally want to book dinner, plan the whole travel thing, make an itinerary, fuck that. Like count me out, no thank you. But as a man, that is your natural desire. Um, and obviously there's, you know, there's a whole argument, which I'm going to do another episode on about like redefining masculinity, right? If you don't love to fucking do that, like two things, like, is that because you have like procrastination issues based on a trauma thing from- when you were five, not feeling good enough and you're actually worried about failing all the time or is it that you really don't like doing it but you would still take the lead by hiring a travel planner and getting them to do it because you don't want your woman to have to go through all that mental burden when she doesn't need to do that and doesn't enjoy doing it either. That would be an example, right? So they're kind of some examples of the leading. The being overly dominant in not a sexy way and kind of being a dictator in your relationship, it's not sexy. So this kind of leadership where an individual has total decision-making power with little or no input from their partner, this kind of leadership can cause the partner to one, build resentment, but two, it can really make them feel like they aren't enough. They aren't worthy. Like they don't have a voice. And more importantly, what can happen is that when she wants to voice things, she will feel like she can't or she shouldn't. So then she shuts down, and then a year later you find out that she had sex with you and she didn't want to, and then all of your shame issues come up. So nobody wins out of that kind of um that kind of leadership style. Nobody wins, right? Now it is important in times of high stress where she's an emotional mess that you come into that like I'm making a a finite decision and there's no space for input because you are going to go into that primal protector mode and she isn't in the right mind to make the best decision because she's in an emotional state, right? And we know that in times of high stress, your decision-making abilities in your brain diminish and basically shut off, so you can't make decisions as well as a woman because all of our emotions come up. Men are really good at that. Right. So that's where it's like, it's good to leave a man to do that kind of stuff. And as a man, it's good for you to jump in and kind of be more of the authority in that moment and be like, yeah, there is no fucking place for the input from you because like, I need you to be safe. And the way that you approach that is coming from a really sexy place of like, you don't have an input because you're an emotional mess, which is fine. Right. Caveat, which is fine. I know what is right and I need you to be safe. This is what's happening. Now, that's fucking sexy, right? That is sexy because he's literally like, I need to protect you. And he's gone into protector mode, right? When she doesn't have a say, though, in day-to-day things, that's where it's not sexy, right? That's where it's not sexy, where she feels like it has to always be his way. Or, you know, know, if she questions you know something if he if, if she is if she questions something that makes him feel like she's not trusting her she's wrong like that's where it's wrong because if she's if she's asking you something like did you book dinner reservations if you're taking it as she's not trusting you maybe it's because in the past you've given her reason not to now if you're newly dating It can be from her past trauma with men and with dating. But if you're not newly dating, then it's pretty fair to assume that you've probably let her down before, which has made her not trust you as much. So for you to then shut her down and not let her feel like she has any ability to say anything or ask a question, for example, that is wrong. That is wrong. It is not fucking sexy. And it's coming from it's literally coming from your insecurities and your egotistical need to feel like you're enough of a man. So if you as a man do not feel enough, do not feel worthy, do not feel smart enough, do not feel successful enough, do not feel strong enough, do not feel like a man, do not feel like enough of a man, then you will be behaving from an insecurity, ego insecure, egotistical way because you are desiring to feel enough. Yourself. And this is why when you do your trauma healing around the shit from when you were six years old that made you not feel enough, you will no longer be not feeling enough. And therefore, you won't be behaving in that kind of way. So, your relationship is going to get a lot better. So many people think that men don't have as many issues as women or men don't have insecurities as much, or men don't have confidence issues, or men don't have body image issues, or whatever it is. No, they have them. They just fucking suppress them more. And it comes out in unhealthy ways because they've suppressed them. And this is where we have to kind of redefine masculinity in society because so many men feel like they have to shut their shit down in order to be masculine. They have to shut down what they're feeling. They have to not get help because that would be a sign of weakness. No, you... You saying, I want to be a better man, that is not a sign of weakness. That is a sign of fucking strength. You know, like, so the men that come into the man, I'm like, it's the energy of they're on a fucking mission to be the best man that they can be. And like, that is the epitome of confidence and of strength and of manliness, your ego being so fragile that you can't face your shit, that's not fucking manly. That's pathetic to be really cutthroat. <laughs> that's pathetic. So if you want to feel like enough of a man and a strong man and a confident man and a man that feels like he can lead knowing that it's done from the right place and that it's not hurting her and that it's not over-dominant, I had a fucking brain fart. That's a woman's brain. No, <laughs> no. Uh, you Like you wanting to be that man, that to me is a sign of true masculinity, right? I, I think I just like maybe just finish the sentence on a whole other thought, like brainwave, but you guys get my point. Quick break in the episode to remind you guys that The Man is my program for men to do the trauma healing and the masculine embodiment that they want to be doing. So whether you need to pass it on to your man or whether you are a man listening I would definitely recommend checking out The Man. It is seven weeks of trauma healing, masculine embodiment, understanding women, healing your relationship with money. Now, of course, I'm not going to go too woo-woo because that's not how men's brains work and everything else in between. So if you are a man and you have been feeling like you get stuck in these bad habits, you're finding your relationships are not going the way that you want them to be you're getting stuck in your career you find that your insecurities or self-doubt or feelings of not enoughness are inhibiting your life this program is for you it is just men and it is all laid out and structured in a way that will suit men's brains so excessive use of constantly being in that like authoritarian leadership role can cause a lot of uh disrespect as in she will disrespect you and a man's need is respect like men want to feel respected right well she's going to lose her respect for you and frankly you're probably going to lose your respect for yourself because she doesn't feel respected by you so we all want respect right and it's again it's like some of you might be listening to this and might be being like holy fuck like there's i'm so confused because it's like, wait, don't be too dominant, but do be dominant. And the men listening are like, oh my God, I am so confused by women. What do they want? It is actually simple when you know your woman enough. And when you know yourself enough, it is actually pretty simple. So yes, women are more like, let's say quote unquote complex than men. Like what I wanted last week is different to what I want this week. Right. So like, I'm definitely going to agree with that one. We are like that. That is our that's how we are as beings. Two things. One, if you're going to constantly be frustrated by that, good luck to you because a truly, a truly amazing man is the kind of man that goes, I am fascinated by women and I want to understand them so I can be a great man to them. So let me learn them. Let me be a better man for them and let me learn them. Okay. So where was I going with this? Um, so yeah, everybody wants respect. Women want respect and men, men want respect. And there is this fine line between, and it's so dependent on, this is why it's good when you're like in a coaching with me, because you can literally ask me a question based on the exact situation and I can tell you what we're actually dealing with. So, you know, there can be times, for example, where with me, it wouldn't be seen as over dominant, but with Sally Jane, it would be seen as over dominant or the way in which Bob said it, the way in which Bob said the exact same thing. So two guys they're the exact same thing, but Bob's tone of voice is different to Jeff's tone of voice, which completely changes whether it was over-dominant or not. So this is why it's like understanding body language, understanding yourself, being self-aware, making sure that nothing, like no, your actions aren't coming from a trauma space, just makes you feel a lot more confident in knowing what you're doing as a man, right? Because if you're constantly worrying about being... Overly dominant or not making her feel safe or X, Y, that I'm like, if you constantly have to worry about that, that's telling me that you are constantly having to like watch your behavior because you go into a reactive state that isn't that great. But if you've healed your shit, then you wouldn't be going into a reactive state that isn't that great, if that makes sense. So anyway, that's my point on that one. Okay, next point. Okay, this is a really big nugget that I want all men to just pause and listen to. A man that leads himself knows how to lead others. A man that leads himself knows how to lead others. So many men, so many people these days, they aren't leading themselves. They don't lead themselves with their health, with their exercise, with their career, with their success, with their habits, with their social engagement. They don't lead themselves Right, they fall into these slumps, they're just going day by day. There's no leadership for themselves, there's no um, there's no boundaries for themselves, there's no discipline for themselves. One, it's fucking unattractive. And then two, if you do not know how to lead yourself as a man, you will not do a good job leading a woman. And this is where it's like it all comes back down to you. And like, how do you behave with you? And just to go on a tangent for a second, like if you're wanting to get into an amazing relationship fucking be the person now that you want to be in that amazing relationship. Like even like my current relationship, I haven't changed being in my relationship, right? Like, okay. Like, obviously I've changed a little bit as in like, like I've talked about on that BDSM episode. Like I'm not, you know, like my boyfriend's very protective and masculine. He's like, nobody else gets to see your body, which I love. I'm like, that's me is sexy, but obviously like he doesn't if I wanted to post like a bikini picture, like I fucking do, like I posted a reel yesterday about sexuality. So I was in a bikini because that would be fucking like clearly um, in alignment with the caption. Um, But what was I going to say? So there's obviously been some things that I've changed in that regards, but I, I actually like, like it even yesterday we were like walking out of the park and I was wearing a little like tennis dress and he like pulls down my dress at the back. He's like, no one else gets to see that ass. That's only for my eyes. And that's an example of like sexy leadership, right? Like sexy ownership where it's not that he's, I ever actually feel owned by him because I would – and this, again, it comes down to a woman also being able to have boundaries because I could be like, fuck you and leave if I wanted to But what it I don't know where I'm going with this. Um, The change, the change. Okay, so going back to the change, men are listening to this. I'm like trying to stay on point, Monica, men are listening and they're not going to love the tangents everywhere because that stresses their brain out. So the relationship stuff. So I – became the fullest version of myself and the best version of myself and the most healed version of myself before I got into a relationship with my boyfriend. Now, a lot of people, they wait for a relationship to then be their best self. And if you're already in a relationship and not your best self, that's fine. You can work on that. But I urge those of you that are single to understand that if you want to be attracting in a high quality woman or man, and you are not already a high-quality woman or man, they are not going to be attracted to you. They will be fucking repelled. They will be. Like, if, you know, my boyfriend jokes off, like, if you met me, like, six months ago, you would not have fucking even looked at me. You wouldn't have given me the time of day. And I honestly wouldn't have, right? Because he wasn't the kind of man that he then was when I met him. And so, like, that time was really important for him to have, like, figured his shit out so that he could be a match for... Me, like literally, just a match for how I treat myself, basically, a match for how I interact with myself. Day to day. So it's really important for you guys to understand that if you are not leading yourself, do not, exp- if you cannot lead yourself, guys, then you cannot lead a woman. And if you do not have discipline with yourself, discernment with yourself, boundaries with yourself, X, Y, and Z, it's not attractive. It's simply not attractive and it's not creating a safe space for a woman. A woman wants to feel like you are going to lead and protect and be like this bubble of safety. And the kind of example that I always give or like the way that I kind of paint the picture is a woman wants to feel like she can be her chaotic, wild feminine self and that you will keep her contained. We want to feel like we can go fucking crazy mad and let all of that wild feminine out and that it won't cause us danger because you are creating this like, this like, like wall of safety around us so that we're not going to go too far out of the perimeter and cause ourselves harm if that makes sense like you know sometimes i'll want to go ballistic about something happening with like business or work or whatever or life or whatever it is and my boyfriend will rein me in so that i don't do something that i later regret and that makes us as women feel safe because it feels like we can fully express our wild feminine and it feels like we can fully express ourselves because you are that safe masculine container for us so if you want to be that for your woman yet you cannot even be that for yourself you do not you're not disciplined with yourself you don't have direction for yourself you are not focused you do not have good habits you literally don't know how to lead yourself through an amazing life then a woman's not going to feel like you can lead her. So that's really important. And little examples that you can just be doing for yourself that you can then also show her is like having a really solid plan for when you go traveling, right? Like booking things in advance, um, having good like health habits, for example, uh, waking up at the same time every day, putting an alarm on, having a tidy house, like whatever it is, like those little things one you're leading yourself well and two when she sees that she's going to feel led by you as well and you're not then you're not changing yourself then for her you're just being more of yourself and you're extending your leadership onto her okay uh next point is uh, um integrity right so a man that doesn't have integrity with himself with his life is going to slip into more of that dictatorship because of insecurity because Someone might bring up, for example, that he hasn't been in integrity and his ego is going to lose it. So he's going to go into that like authoritarian or whatever the fucking word is, authoritarian um, energy where he's going to be overly dominant and she feels like she is wrong for expressing her concern about a lack of integrity. And she's not wrong. You're just triggered. I'm going to say that again. She's not wrong. You're just triggered. So, so much of the dictator energy, the over-dominant, so the not-sexy energy from a man is, one, a man being fucking triggered by something, and then, two, him projecting that trigger and being reactive onto her and trying to get a sense of control and enoughness from the way in which he's dominating, and not in a sexy way, in the way in which he's dominating her He, like in that way of being too dominating and in that dictator energy, he then feels like he's enough because he's able to control something. So if you've grown up, let's say in, in, you know, a childhood, maybe you were bullied or your parents got divorced or you had an eating disorder or you um, were moving around all the time as a boy or whatever it was where you felt as a boy, you didn't get to have the control that you wanted you very well could be trying to get that control in an unhealthy way and it it does not make you a a better man it does not make you a man and it sure as shit does not make you a man that a high quality woman wants to be with quick break in the episode to remind you about my amazing program that in my opinion every single woman should be doing be a lover not a mother if you want to ensure that you are not part of the group of women that emasculate men shame them rip them down and instead you want to be part of the women that lift men up that empower them and that make them feel like it is safe to be in their masculine and of course you want to be in your feminine as a woman then please make sure that you have joined be a lover not a mother or you are on the wait list You will know if it's open or closed based on what the website says because this program will absolutely change your life and your relationships. It is really good for both platonic relationships and romantic relationships. It's good for your son, for your uncle, for your for your boss, for your lover. It doesn't matter who you're communicating with as a man, in my opinion, every single woman should do this because it is going to benefit her. It is going to make her feel safer to be in her feminine. It is going to help her to get rid of her wounds around men and her stories around men so that she can really let men lead. Because I know that you are craving that and you are desiring that. And this program is really, really going to help you get there. I am so proud of this program. I absolutely love it. And there is honestly nothing, I haven't seen anything else out there like this. So I highly recommend that you join if you're not already in. So integrity is everything. A man that knows how to lead in a healthy, masculine, and in a sexy way is a man that has integrity. Now, obviously, everybody, there are times when you say something and then you literally can't do it. Like you say to a friend, you're going to. Go for a walk with them at 4 p.m. And then literally you're swamped with work. You are, you have a fucking headache and you feel like death. You would text them though. Integrity would be you would text them at three or something, or even earlier if you can, being like, hey, I'm I know I said we'd do this walk. So you're you're immediately admitting to what you committed to. Hey, I know I said we'd do this walk together at four. I am swamped with work. I now have a raging headache and I feel like a piece of shit. I'm so sorry for cancelling last minute. Can I postpone until this date? That would still be in my mind. And for me, that would still be in integrity. Okay. Because like you've done it ahead of time and you've provided me with a reason. And then you have rescheduled. A lack of integrity would be like you not showing up five minutes beforehand, cancelling with like no clear excuse and no acknowledgement that you committed to this thing. That's lack of integrity. So... A lot of people have just lost their fucking integrity these days. I'm like, where the hell is it gone? Like, I literally don't know where the hell is it gone. Because as my mom used to say when we were growing up, "Your word is your honor." Like, what you say, you need to do. And obviously, there is examples where you don't need you can't follow through with that. Like I just explained, that's fine. But when you do, this is the most important thing. When you do not respect yourself and have integrity with yourself, you will not have it with others. This goes for men and women. You will not have it with others. So for example, if you say to yourself, I'm going to go to the gym at 4 p.m. today, I'm going to go to the gym at 6 p.m. today, and then you don't do it, you don't have integrity with yourself and you don't fucking respect yourself, right? Now, if you intended for that to happen and then you got stuck in a car crash or you had a fucking raging headache or you got a really upset stomach, whatever it is, and it couldn't happen, like, okay, whatever. A sign of self-respect would be, like, my body isn't up to it. That's fine. Great. But there's an actual reason for it, if that makes sense. There isn't laziness or just like, oh, I forgot. Like that is a sign of a lack of integrity. And a man that knows how to truly be a man and lead himself and be a high quality man and also be in that sexy leadership masculine energy is a man that has integrity. Like I can tell you men, ladies across the board do not find Anything sexy? There's obviously sexier things, but a, a top thing in that sex appeal column is integrity. Is integrity that when he says 4 p.m. or when he says to like let's do a date on Friday at six, you don't have to confirm with him. He then texts you on Thursday, being like, "Hey, confirming fr- confirming tomorrow dinner at six. I'm going to be at your house to pick you up. I'll be there at 5:45. You let me re- you let me know when you're ready, and I'll come up at six o'clock." That. Would be fucking, that would be wet knickers, put a ring on it kind of energy. Why? Because it shows that he respects a woman, like respects her and cares about her and is prioritizing her. So when a man is not in integrity, it makes a woman feel most of the time like she is not a priority and that she is not respected. As a result, she pulls away, she starts to distrust. She starts to question the relationship and she starts to feel like, yeah, you aren't enough for me. And then your trigger comes up if I'm not enough and it's like, well, guess what? You did it to yourself, right? So integrity, 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 like call yourself out right now, men, if you are not being in integrity with your life these days, whether it's with yourself, your friends, your parents, your woman, your fucking dog, I don't care, be more in integrity and communicate. Just communicate. And I know it is harder for you guys to communicate when it comes to emotions, but it is not hard for you to communicate when you are running late or when you have a migraine now or when you can't do something now and you have to own up to what you committed to. That is not hard. The reason why you think it's hard is because you're used to avoiding things. Stop avoiding and instead confront. If there is anything that you can start doing, it is just starting to admit to your faults. That makes you a fucking great man. It makes you a man that is not living from his ego and instead is being a really honest, good human. And uh, women and men, like we just need better humans. We need the energy of I want to be a good human, right? So if you think to yourself, like, what are the kind of traits and qualities that make a good human? If you think of those things, like have a little mental think of those things right now and start acting them out. Start doing them. Like, What makes me a good human? What makes me a good version of myself? Now start to actually have the self-discipline to do those things for yourself. And I know the saying, be self-disciplined, stop procrastinating, be in integrity. I know those things are easier said than done. And the only reason Key thing, the only reason why they're easier said than done is because you have some trauma, some energetic blockage, some shit from years ago that, has, that makes you procrastinate, that makes you have self-talk in your head, that makes you lack integrity, that makes it hard to communicate. People don't believe us when I say it. I don't have demons in my head. I don't. My, head is, my mind is blank. Like I can just stare, and there is nothing in my mind. I there can be moments when I think thoughts of like, oh, I'm so frustrated. This is happening, or why the fuck is this happening? Or like, oh, I didn't do enough. But I don't think those about myself. It's about like behavior. But it's never about. It's never I'm not enough, or I'm too much, or I'm unworthy, or what if they reject me. And the reason why I used to have those things in my head, the reason why I don't anymore is because I healed from all of those situations, fully, completely finished the trauma cycle from all of those situations. So nothing was ever triggering those thoughts again, because they're not true for my body anymore, because there's nothing there to trigger. So, you know, it becomes really easy to be a good human, to procrastinate, sorry, to not procrastinate, to get shit done, to communicate, to live your best life, whatever, it, to show up for yourself. It becomes really easy when you just heal your shit. So if you aren't already, you know, if you haven't already joined the man today, do it. Like, be a, like, be like, there you go. Be the man. Like, step up, be the man that you want to be. It's seven weeks. It's seven weeks of dealing with some ugly shit so that you can be the best man for your wife, for your children, for your parents, for your colleagues, for your employees, whatever, so that you can be the best man for the rest of your life. And I don't know about you, but seven weeks is nothing. Like, this is like, I want you guys to think about. I want you men to think about doing the man as like fucking, it's warrior training. It's a journey. It is, it is not like, you know, feminine weepy shit. Like we have to cry. That's not what it is. It is like, think of it like we are going to war with the ugly parts of yourself and we are going to fucking, we are going to go through them. We are going to move through them. We are going on a hunt for you to find the truest version of yourself. That is the man. Okay. Next point. Okay, so a next point, next thing I want to mention about like being in that leadership energy, a man that is in that true masculine, sexy leadership energy, he has the energy of, I want to lead her because I want to take the burden off her shoulders That kind of man is the man that reflects on his actions, that always wants to be better, that works hard for his goals, that shows up for himself, that uses his logic to make better decisions whilst also being aware of his heart. And he's dealt with this trauma, so he's seeing through a clear lens and he's praising the femininity and praising the feminine, right? So when a man wants to be a leader, he wants to take the burden off her. He wants to hold that burden to make her life easier. Now, that is a man that praises and cherishes the feminine. So part of being an amazing man is also healing your relationship with the feminine because women can be bitches. Like women can be bitches. I'm sure there are plenty of men listening to this that have had women screw them over, break their heart, make them not feel enough. Like all the things, women can be bitches too. Don't feel shame about thinking that you have shit about, that you have shit that you hate about women. Women have shit they hate about men. Men have shit they hate about women. We all have it. It's okay. What you need to do though is confront it and heal it versus you harboring it and therefore behaving in a way that actually is expressing that you don't respect the feminine, that you don't cherish the feminine, that you don't love, adore, and want to protect and provide for the feminine. That is not a vibe. That energy, that behavior, that reflection is creates unsafety for women. It makes women feel like they can't trust you, like you aren't a good leader and like you aren't a good man. And I know that you want to be a good man. Hi, friends. Just quickly jumping in to remind you that if you would like to be a one-on-one client with me, you need to make sure that you give me ample notice as I book out three to six months in advance. So if you know that you want to be a one-on-one client, this is your little reminder to make sure that you take the leap do the thing so that you can be living the life that you want to be living free of your shit. so like i said we do need to redefine what masculinity is and a truly healthy masculine man is one that lives in his truth right And one that doesn't feel like he needs to be in authority to feel enough because he's insecure. No, if a man needs to be in authority in order to feel enough in his relationship or in his work environment, it's because he isn't already feeling that. Needing is different to wanting. So wanting to lead is different needing to lead so that I feel enough. Leading to need so that I feel enough. Not the vibe, right? Not right. He go shit. Wanting to lead because I want to lead, that is the energy that we want to be in. It's not a need, it's a desire, it's a want. right? So I want to be in my feminine. I don't need to be in my feminine. I want, and like, obviously, like, caveat, like, I fucking need to be my feminine, right? And a man needs to lead. But just like, for the sake of this episode and for the sake of just like reprogramming that into your brain, you want to be in your feminine as a woman. And as a man, you want to lead. You want to be self aware. You want to cherish. The feminine. You want to lead yourself. You want to respect yourself. You want to be the best man for yourself. You want those things. It is a desire. No, you do not need them. You will survive without them, right? Will you thrive? Absolutely not, but you will survive so we want to be tapping into the energy of i want that because when something becomes more of a desire you're going to take more action on it when it becomes a need it can become something that you procrastinate over and debilitate and it can become debilitating and become overwhelming but when it's a want it kind of cho- it feels in uh, you feel into like that desire of i want that and it becomes pleasurable so you're because it becomes pleasurable your brain wants to work towards that so you're more inclined to then actually behave like that and do the things that you need to do to get you from where you are to where you want to be so you can be that right energy so a reminder when your ego raises ugly head and you have this need to be in control that is your trauma showing itself that is not you being a man that is not you being a man that is you projecting and showing your trauma and you have two choices continue to be that man Or be the man that looks at that shit and and is like, you know what? I want to fix this because I want to be the best man and I want to make sure that everybody around me feels like I am a safe man that protects them and provides for them and loves them and is a safe space for them. Because I can tell you, like, no, I'm not a man, but I know this from my work. I can tell you that that is rewarding as a man. Right, being in that dictator energy it gets your fucking ego off. It gives you an adrenaline rush, right? It's great if you're a narcissist, but if you are an amazing human, which I know you are, it's not going to fulfill you. It's not going to make you feel the way that you want to feel. Okay, so a couple of things. So the masculine, one of the masculines' main fears is being afraid of failure. So this also is included in uh, a woman's in a masculine. So. We are always try to avoid things men are us men are always and women with them in a the masculine are always trying to avoid things that can make them seem like they will fail but often by doing this we avoid what needs to be healed so that we cannot feel like failures right so I'm going to repeat this so because we have this fear of failure the masculine has this fear of failure What happens is the masculine is constantly trying to avoid things that can make them seem like they could fail, right? So they avoid those things so they don't fail. But what happens is the masculine then avoids the exact thing that needs to be healed so that they are not afraid of being failures. So let's say, for example, you're afraid of changing jobs because you're afraid of telling people. That fear of being labeled as a failure is causing you to miss out on the bliss of full self-acceptance and the dream job because you are too afraid of the failure versus if you actually l- like looked at the failure and that's ugly fucking head and you moved through it and you did the trauma work around it and you processed it and you fucking felt it then you would go to the other side of it you would have the self acceptance you'd be like i don't give a fuck i don't give a fuck what other people think and then you would go and get the job that you actually want to get and you would be deeply happy so so many people limit their lives and they limit their experience and they make their lives just less than what they could be literally because they let their fear of failure run the show men that fear of failure it can go away right? We all have a little bit of the thing with, with us where we don't want to fail. Nobody wants to fail, but we we do. Like It happens. It's human nature, right? We don't want to, but it happens. And when you are constantly letting that fear run the show, your life is less than what it could be. You limit yourself. You limit yourself and you diminish your experiences. And the thing is, when a man is afraid of failure and lets that run the show... He will need to be overly dominant in an unhealthy way to feel like he is enough, okay? So men, if you feel like you either shut down completely or you go overly dominant or you have the desire to be really overly dominant, but you don't act out on it, you need to face your shit in the man It will free you. Men think it's strong of them to live through their demons, right? But no, that's the old way where men just pass down their generational trauma and never let themselves feel free inside. And now there is another way, right? We are not living in the 1700s anymore. where getting hung is something that men face. You have the ability as a man to have freedom internally and you owe that to yourself and you owe that to your children, you know, you don't want to pass down these, these burdens that you're carrying to your children, but you will if you don't face them. So it's like, you guys have probably heard about this. Like, it's fucking sexy when a man does the work. Like, what are those memes on Instagram? Like, now the biggest flex is saying you go to therapy. That, it's so fucking sexy. Why? Because it's this feeling of this relationship's going to be safe, right? Like... When a man says that he, his self-reflection or what, like when a man says that he goes to therapy or he's done, he does X, Y, and Z, or he reads certain books, or he's moved through these things and he realized, like he he shares his journey around self-awareness and what he's healed. I am like wet nickers. Why? It makes me feel like the relationship is going to be safe because he has worked on his shit. A man that doesn't work on his shit doesn't think he has to work on any shit and doesn't know how to communicate. It makes a woman feel insecure from the get-go in the relationship it doesn't feel as safe as a relationship feels when both parties are always committing to growth and being better and this goes for men right like men also like you guys also want to feel like you are in a safe relationship so when a woman says that she's on work on herself it makes you feel safer right because you know there's not going to be any game playing you know there's not going to be any like avoidance tactics or trauma thrown around or abuse or whatever it is because she's worked on her shit women want to feel like that too. So it is a fucking flex now when like no, not um, to me I'm like it's a fucking flex when you've done somatic therapy. Not talk therapy. I'm like you like uh, I don't care about talk therapy. I care about the somatic stuff because that's where the real real work is. Us women, men are fucking turned on by a man that is doing this work or has done this. We know that your demons are not going to come out and be projected at you. So we feel safer. We feel like you won't ghost or you won't get avoidant or you won't self-sabotage the relationship because you've done the work on yourself. When you haven't, there is that kind of fear in the back of a woman's mind that has done the work of will those things happen? Or maybe she hasn't even done the work, but she worries about will those things happen? And it just, to me, it's a sign of like a fucking mature man. And it really does create a lot of safety. And... This goes for across the board, ladies and gentlemen. If you think that you don't have any work to do, you need it even more because that is showing an even higher level of a lack of self-awareness. When you think that you don't have anything to work on, you don't have any trauma, you don't have any shit, you're like blah, blah, blah. That is telling me that you have more to work on and you're more of like, quote unquote, a danger because you lack self-awareness. Like that to me would be more of like a, i hate labels but narcissistic quote-unquote quality of like i'm perfect i don't have anything that i ever need to look at or work on you know even when my boyfriend and i are communicating about things like i've done i do this for my job i've done years of work on myself i'm always working on myself because of my job and i will still say you know what babe you're right something to work on right do you know what i do and you guys can take a leaf out of my book if you want to when we have like a tiff or a moment where I'm like, you know what? I kind of behaved in a shitty way. Like, I'm sorry. Or like, you know, like, yeah, I got a bit emotional for like no reason. And like, I'm sorry. or I read that the wrong way, blah, blah, blah. Do you know what I will do if I know that I need to like commit to like not behaving in that way anymore? Or like, don't do that again or whatever it is. I will write it down on a piece of paper and I will give it to him like a letter. And it's like a declaration of a promise that I will work on every day, no longer doing X, Y, and Z and like speak, I cry a lot, speaking before I start crying, for example, right? That is showing a intense amount of self-discipline, self-awareness, a lack of egotisticalness, and a desire to always grow and be a better person. That to me is like a sign of intense maturity when you're in a relationship and both of you can admit to faults, that to me is so attractive when somebody admits to, to a fault. When someone doesn't admit to a fault, I'm like more pissed off. But if they admit to a fault, like even in like a work environment, I'm like, don't even worry about it anymore because they've literally admitted to it. But if they don't admit to it, I'm like, I'm fucking keeping that one back in my brain. But if they admit to it, I'm like, don't even worry about, it, we don't ever need to talk about it again. Like I brushed it off like 10 times as fast. Okay. The last thing I want to mention to you guys, for men that want to be masculine, And in that leadership for your woman, in like that particular part of your life, like separate to work and everything, just for your woman, like, as in like your masculine and work, whatever. But like, I'm just, what I'm about to say is just in regards to your relationship, you always want to be thinking in, not always, you want to be thinking sometimes in regards to being masculine for her. So listen, what will allow her to relax into safety, back into safety? Being too soft, isn't it? Right. But choosing the place to eat, opening the door, helping her make a decision, telling her to phone you when she gets home so you know that she's safe, grabbing her and holding her after a long day, those are the things, for example, that will relax her back into safety so she will be in her feminine and you will be in that leadership, that sexy masculine energy. So something to have in the back of your mind sometimes is what can I, how can I lead her right now in a way that's going to relax her back into masculine safety? Because when you put that second bit in of relax her, sorry, in back into feminine safety, when you put that back that that second bit in of relax her back into safety, it makes you come up with ideas that are going to make her feel safe. And you are gonna do things that actually put you in leadership energy. So that's kind of a good thing that I wanna just finish off with. It's like a little bit of a tip for you guys of something that you can like straight away start to action for the women in your life. And that can go for the like women in your romantic relationship, but also the women, like even like your female friends or your mom or your sister or your auntie or your niece, whatever the situation is. So for those of you guys that are interested in doing the man, the man is somatic work, right? It is just like all the trauma work that I do with all my other programs with women, but it is centered around men because men, I do have to do my modalities differently for men than I do for women because men's brains are different, which is amazing. Love it. Um, So it is a little bit different, but it's still the same in that it is somatic work, right? So we are recoding your body. We are recoding your brain as well. But most importantly, we are finishing trauma cycles in your body. We are releasing energetic blocks that are causing you to constantly be playing out this bad habit or constantly be having this thought in your head this demon in your head where you're going to fix whatever issues that you have in your life whether you feel like you're not able to lead your relationship whether you are feeling not confident whether you feel like you've lost yourself whether you feel like you are constantly being emasculated by your girlfriend or your wife whether you have been dealing with you know abuse whether you know you have an intense need to control everything and it's debilitating, whatever the situation is, and I'm not afraid of anything. I love a juicy case. um, The man is going to to do that for you. It's going to work on it. It's going to fix it. So the somatic therapy is so important because we hold trauma and the energetic blocks in our body, not in our mind. So I don't care how self-aware you are about it. If you have not done that somatic work and that body-based healing work, it's still going to be coming up. You're still going to get triggered by it. It's still going to be a thing that you constantly have to be aware of and mindful of. But when when you do the somatic work, you're not going to get triggered by things anymore. You're not going to have to be mindful or have a fucking toolbox full of a million things that you don't, you know, act out in a certain way or, you know, engage in a bad habit. Um, So it's seven weeks, just like Queen Alchemy. Like I said in the beginning, we have a group call every week where we do... Trauma healing, somatic work, work around um, like healing your relationship with money, understanding women as well. So we do some of those like quote unquote like more fun things too. The full outline is on the website. Then you also get your one-on-one with me and then we will do anything specific in there that you haven't been able to release and heal in the group calls so we'll work on everything from inner child stuff from bullying from confidence from inability to like speak your truth draw boundaries have self-discipline with yourself build strong habits, procrastination, perfectionism, anxiety, like all of those things that men experience, just like women do, we will do all of the work around that. So it is no longer a thing anymore. So if you would like to join, details are below. Send me an email if you have any questions or you want to confirm that it is a good choice for you, or you can send me a message on Instagram. I cannot wait to be doing this program again. Um, And honestly, just the results were amazing. The testimonials are on the website. For you guys to check out from the last round and it makes me so happy to bring this kind of trauma healing to men because it is so needed and the results just every time from my, from my male one-on-one clients and then also from the last round of the man it is just profound and yes one day i will do a like men and women event not couples but just like having both men and women there because it is very healing for you to be able to do this work with the opposite sex as well so that is the vibe um, for the man, and no, it is not pile, a pile of crying. You will cry, but um, it is not like – it's not airy-fairy feminine stuff. It is logical and man-based, and you guys will love it. I communicate differently to you um, compared to how I communicate with women because I understand your brains very well. Um, and just think of it like it is a it is a journey. Like you are going on a fucking mission – to become the best version of yourself and to heal the shit that it's making you feel like you are not a good enough man so that is the man i cannot wait for those of you joining and i will see you all very shortly if you love this episode please make sure you share it with your guy friends um and if you feel cold i would love for you to share it on instagram so that more of your guy friends can see it your followers your family members whatever tag me monica yates health and feminine as fuck and fuck is fck um for that last word tag us both both the accounts if you can otherwise just tag me or just tag the podcast and that way I can share it on my Instagram story so that more people feel inclined to listen to it because if they know that you loved it then they are going to be more enticed to also want to listen to it if they haven't already and if you haven't left a review on the podcast I would really appreciate if you wrote a few kind words of how my podcast has helped you transform your life and become a better version of yourself